0: share who we are, because we're just lying, whether it's like, yeah, I did this when I was growing up, or I was this good of an athlete, or I was this smart, well, we're lying about who we are, well, we're not allowing ourselves to open up to be truly who we are, so how are we supposed to be one with someone, and so we are members one of another. And so it makes me think of marriage as as I go through marriage counseling with people, I always talk about fighting for oneness. And if you're keeping things hidden, you have skeletons in your closet that you're not revealing. Well, guess what? That that oneness has such struggle to come in. And so when we don't when we don't put away these falsehoods and we try to even magnify or, um, uh, oh, there's a word for it, but I can't think of it right now, but, um, uh, oh, I want to say it. Embellish, that's what it is. That might not even be the right word, but yeah, it is embellished. But like, embellish the story where we're trying to make it bigger than it really was. Like, I caught a fish that was this big, but I say it was this big. And so that just destroys the oneness that we have going on within the body. So be who we are and step and walk in that with our neighbors so that we can be one another. And then as we continue on in verse 26, it says, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. And so I do get upset, whether it be with my children. But whenever I start to hold on to that anger, when I start to harbor that anger, and it turns into resentment towards someone. And so every time I hear that person talking, because I've got anger in my own heart, I am sinning against them because everything that they say is negative, And God does not desire for us to do that. He wants us to lay that down, to put it away, just like the falsehoods, so that we give no opportunity to the devil. Because what does it do with sin breeds more sin, which leads to death. And so this is what Paul is walking through with us in this. And as we continue to go on, it says, let the thief no longer steal but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that he may have something to share with anyone in need and so we're stopping all of these different sins that are breeding up that are in our lives that are so easy but I love this one, because even if you've been reading through First Peter, there's a lot of those little so that, uh, and I love God, like, do this, so that, right? Because we get a good father, and he, he gives us a reasoning for what we're doing, why we're doing it, you know, like, let's no longer steal, let's don't give thought to that, so that, we may have something to share. So it's not benefit and it brings in that oneness, that member of the neighborhood, that person that you're wanting to share with instead of them being afraid to let you in their house because you're gonna take something from them. But work with these hands that God has given us and be able to give and to help those in need. And so then it goes into this next one in verse 29 and it says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And think about that. He, he drops that in there right after we're talking about lying, we're talking about anger, we're talking about um, stealing. And how many times have we, with corrupting talk, classified someone by their sin and that is not what christ desires for us to do to classify people oh he's a thief oh that's a pathological liar he does not desire those things from us so he's saying hey if you're classifying them in those same avenues well guess what I don't like that. That's sin just as much as these three are. And so I need you to put away that and not allow it to even come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So if I call you on the phone and I know that you're a pathological liar, I'm not gonna give you the benefit of the doubt when you're calling me. But if I am doing what this says and not allowing that corrupting talk even to enter my mind about you, then I'm gonna be able to hear you and extend grace to you. And that's what we, even with us at our house, being trapped in, you know, we want to be able to throw grace. Like I've, I've described it to my family as having a five gallon bucket of grace. And we just want to throw it on top of each other because it's easy being on top of each other to continue to point out different things and to constantly be irritated with the kids or constantly be on different pages with your wife or your husband. And so we need to take a big old five-gallon bucket of grace and throw it upon one another. So whenever I hear a text message, I'm responding it in, in a manner through the lens of grace. And it's coming through that biblical vantage point instead of my human vantage point because we see next what it does. And these sins that are before this This is what happens to the Holy Spirit says, grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. And so when we, as the people of God who were sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ and sent the deposit of the Holy Spirit, we grieve the holy spirit when we act like these gentiles that it talks about in in the verses that that before this that Dave went over last week but we don't desire to do this as God's people we want to speak the truth with our neighbor because we are one and then it goes into next in 31 what it also does as far as something else that grieves the spirit. And so we got things that grieve the spirit before it and things that grieve the spirit after it. So in verse 31, let's see what it does. It says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and, and slander be put away from you along with all malice. And so let's go back, and as we see these things that grieve the Spirit, what should we do as believers? It tells us in verse 22, it says, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires. In verse 25, it says, Therefore, having put away falsehoods, let us speak the truth. So, putting it away, then after I list out these in 30, and Paul lists them out in verse 31, it says in verse 31, put away from you. And so, we must go to the Father, when we allow these things to creep into our lives, which we are still fallen people, that is who we are. We are trapped in the flesh and we will not be set free from sin until we meet our Savior face to face. And what a glorious day that will be. But until then, we must press on, beloved. We must continue to go towards the goal and to strive putting off all the things that entangle us in all sins so that we may run the race of faithfulness. And this is what he says that we must do. So we've put off all of those things or put them away. It says in verse 24, to put on the new life created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. Please, please never allow sin to fester in your life. Know that your new self, which is created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness, can overcome the sin that is in your life and cast it as far as the east is from the west and when in doubt be kind to one another tender hearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you be kind to one another tender hearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you and that's another thing that we have been singing in our home constantly. Be kind to one another, one another, one another. Oh, be kind to one another in Jesus' name. And so, guys, just simple renewing our minds, coming to Christ, dying daily, and continuing to plow on behalf of Jesus Christ, in this even circumstance that we're put into. And guys, in this season, there are different ways that we are going to be tempted, and we must, as his people, be on guard. I love you so much, and I am so grateful for you, and let me pray for you. Father, I love you. I am so humbled uh, that you give us the privilege to go through your word. Oh, Lord, I thank you so much for the power that is within it. Lord, and I pray that you would have us to be a people who would continue to put off and put away this old self. And renew our minds and put on your righteousness, and your holiness that you have given us by your spirit. Lord, strengthen us by your word, Lord, and guide us every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, amen. Thank you, brother, uh, for giving us that wonderful word.